Well, hello again and welcome to the next phase with Steve Key podcast. Today, something a little different. Permit me to tell a personal story. May 6th, 1935, William George Key was born in Toronto. He was my dad. Bill, as he was known to many people, he passed more than a decade ago. But on May 6th, it is his birthday. If he had lived, he'd be 86 today. And oh, Dad, what a run you had. He left Oakwood Collegiate in Toronto in 1952, straight into a job in the oil industry. Uh, He stayed there through his entire 40-plus year career and retired in 1993. You know, he was unique. He was a sharp dresser. He had fine attention to detail. His work ethic was second to none. Perhaps he was a little too work-obsessed. And I had a roller coaster relationship with him. While we were two different types of people, there were similarities that I see in my work ethic and some of my obsessive traits. I also see some of them in my older son, William, who, of course, was named after Dad. Dad introduced me to a love for sports and an appreciation for the Canadian Football League, undying support for the Leafs and the Jays. You know, he'd be really happy with the Leafs this year. Uh, He was there in 1967 at Maple Leaf Gardens when they clinched their last Stanley Cup. So hopefully he'll bring... Uh, Some good luck to this year's Leaf team. But Dad had just a crazy work week routine. He'd be up every morning at 5.30, breakfast and a shave. The radio was always on CFRB 1010. He'd be out the door at 7.30 in the morning, wouldn't come home until 6 o'clock at night. And dinner was always quiet around the table. We didn't want to set him off. He was he was really wound up tight. After work, he would take all his papers out and work till 10.30 or 11 each night. And then perhaps he'd have a game on in the background. He'd go to bed 11.30, 12 o'clock, do it again the next morning. And even the weekends seemed to be scripted. He'd be up maybe at 7.30, 8 o'clock, Uh, He'd read newspapers, he'd have breakfast, he'd then start to go through all the different flyers from the grocery stores so he could maximize his time and get out there and get the best deals possible. And then usually those days ended with a barbecue. And vacations were, you know, I, I tend to try to go everywhere and do everything, but For Dad, this was a complete regiment as well. Always took off the last two weeks of July. We would rent a cottage in Georgian Bay. There'd be this whole orchestrated packing of the car to get as much in as possible for the two weeks. It was a tense road trip, uh, but then the beach seemed to be the savior. Uh, He was relaxed after it, but it took him four or five days. And really, at that point, he was a great father when we were up there because it lifted something off his shoulders. He would come to my football games. He loved the game. 
He taught me a lot. He really knew the game. Uh, he took me to Argo games beginning, I think, in 1969 or 70. I was really young. I remember us going to the 1989 Grey Cup game at Skydome. We had some great seats. They were our season tickets for the Argos. Uh, and then that Saskatchewan-Hamilton game was one of the best Grey Cups ever. So I'm forever grateful. He'd also get Leaf and Blue Jay tickets, so I saw some phenomenal games over the years uh, and was able to sit right alongside him and cheer the teams on. But I do remember, you know, he always wanted more out of me. He wanted me to study harder. And I was a bit of a rebel as a teenager. I remember getting accepted into the radio broadcasting program in Humber College in 1980 in my final year of high school. And his first saying out of his mouth was, what, fixing? He didn't get the concept that I would actually go into this communications business. And it did crush me a bit. Uh, he was so hard on me to succeed. Uh, I never really knew what he thought of my career. He never said anything. I never got tips or words of wisdom. It wasn't until his funeral when a woman who worked for him, Karen, uh, told me how proud he was of me. It shocked and saddened me. I wish I knew. But what I've learned is I need to be there for my kids. I need to support them and do the best I can. I give them the memories involved in their activities, making sure they enjoy life. Now that my oldest son is a father himself and I'm a grandfather, it's a completely different dynamic and generation. And I appreciate it so, so much. So somewhere he must be in heaven today and yelling at the sports on TV like he used to do. And I miss him. And I miss just being able to pick up the phone and have a, a chat about nothing in particular. Thanks again for listening to this episode of my podcast. Lots of great things coming in the next few weeks. Hope you are all staying well staying healthy, wearing your masks, and hoping that we can beat this COVID plague that has hit us so hard. So friends, until we chat again.